Ole Miss baseball played well enough to win three games, guys, but they only won the first. Dylan DeLucia stepped up on the first game of the weekend, and he's given you everything, right? He's given you a complete game. He went deep in the one, left with a 4-2 to two lead. Brandon Johnson shuts down the first game, and they have the opportunity, Chuck, to win the next two. It just does not happen. Just the story of the year, Gary. I mean, can't get the big hit, can't get the big pitch, can't get the big defensive play. As I said two weeks ago on hearing the good, bad, and ugly, baseball's about doing things in a timely manner, and, and this team doesn't have any timing. It's just I, I've never seen anything like it because they're a talented enough team, particularly offensively. Mm-hmm. They should be tearing the cover off the ball. This is the same guys that they had last year that averaged like 42 runs a game. <laughs> it or seemed like you it. Know, they sure. left a lot of guys stranded, Chuck. Oh, I mean, you oh. know, it's, it's hard to explain. 19 guys in the last two games, in the Saturday-Sunday games. Oh. And uh, that, that nine hit into nine double plays for the weekend. That nine it, double plays in two games. That in itself is hard enough to do, right? And then I've had, never heard of that. You had nine guys get on in the seventh, eighth, and ninth on Saturday and and couldn't get get them across to, to, to win the game. I've just never heard of that. I've never heard of that on any level. It is right. I mean, it has been difficult. And they finally had the pitching. They did. They had they, the pitching yeah. to win yeah. the weekend, yeah. which doesn't happen a lot yeah. in Fayetteville, Arkansas. H- hats off to all the pitchers. I mean, you know, but once again, Diamond, he gets through the lineup one time beautifully and then boom. Four and two-thirds, yeah. you know, four and two-thirds, that's it. And then they hit the home run, yeah. take the lead, and then and then there you are. So no midweek games for baseball. It is uh, finals and stuff like that. Mizzou comes to town this weekend, and uh, that's kind of a, a win-a-series-or-not-go-to-Hoover or situation for both of the teams coming yeah, up this weekend. Yeah, I mean, two cellar dwellers. I mean, let's, let's call it what it is. It's the... Rebel Yell Hotline for you tonight. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon in the studio. We'll be back to talk basketball with you next. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Please hit the text message line with questions, thoughts, or whatever you want about Ole Miss Athletics tonight. 662-426-1093. 662-426-1093. Gary Chuck and Gordon in, and the head coach of the Ole Miss basketball team, Kermit Davis, rejoins us on a Monday night. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Moving into the summer and doing things, and, and obviously in the recruiting world, Coach, this transfer portal is big business, isn't it? It is. It's, it's, we're all navigating it, uh, for the first time. And, uh, obviously, you know, it's a lot of players, I guess, over, I can't even know the number right now, maybe 1500 or above that are in the portal. And we talked about it a bunch, you know, that the fan base in, in every sport, especially football, basketball, you know, I think it's just kind of the new norm is that you've got to concentrate and be excited about the players you get and not spend too much time on some players that you lose. And that's just going to be what college athletics is going to look like. And, uh, you know, so I know it's going to be a different time, but, uh, but we've been really, really excited about success of some of the guys that, that we've gotten lately. Talk about your, your three transfer guys, coach. Uh, you got one today, Theo Akwuba, 6'11 guy from Louisiana. Um, one of the bigs that you need desperately. I'm glad to see you get that. But you've you got three transfer guys now, right? We do. You know, uh, Theo was a, was a big get. And obviously, you know, we had a lot of attention and kind of came down, you know, high with the Big Ten champs. And they do such a good job recruiting. And uh, but Theo had an unbelievable visit here uh, with his dad. And, uh, you know, he's was eighth in the country in block shots. Tenth uh, in the country offensive rebounds. I think he's he really he had 17 against Baylor as a as a junior. He's got some good offensive uh, skill set. Uh, long seven six. Uh, you know, obviously then you know Javius McKinnis and we love Jay, another three time defensive player of the year. Theo was uh, Sunbelt defensive player of the year. Javius very athletic. Uh, Great, great rebounder. I saw him take an unbelievable jump in his skill set, uh, and we we're very excited about him. Great guy. And uh, then Miles Burns was the National Defensive Player of the Year, I think for like four straight years at Loyola. Uh, he led all the college basketball in steals. This is an unbelievable number 
He led all the college basketball in these two categories when you combine steals and offensive rebounds. It was like 303. I think the closest was like Oscar Sheway at Kentucky uh, when you combine everything. So we really did. I, I think we've got three really good ones. Miles is very skilled, tough, and, uh, you know, those guys to go along with our high school class and the guys we've got returning, uh, we, we feel like we've got an outstanding nucleus. Well, it sounds like you've got a, a defensive tackle, a linebacker, and a safety. <laughs> <laughs> you got one at every level. Well, I tell you what, I've, I've kind of been known throughout my career of, of being able to defend and rebound, and we didn't do it so well this year, guys. And, and, and some of that was some injuries, but, but we needed to add just some toughness, maturity, and I think we've done that. And those three guys also are good offensive players, but but we have. We've addressed those needs, and uh, so we think we'll be much, much improved in that area. Coach, uh, hats off. Uh, congratulations to the Grove Collective for stepping up and signing uh, Matthew Morrell and Dwayne uh, Ruffin to uh, NIL deals to, to secure their services for next year, and uh, I'm proud of those guys out of Jackson for doing that. Yeah, the, the Grove Collective has been great. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, with the NIL uh, world, I mean, uh, it's so important on on our campus uh, and all around college athletics and how competitive you can be in that world will, will kind of be how competitive you can be, you know, on the court in future years. And so we sure appreciate the, the Grove Collective. And I know, you know, those guys will, you know, will benefit. And obviously, I think the rest of our team and, and the, as we go forward, you know, in all areas, recruiting and, and retention of players. Coach, you have the number 20, the number 12 class in the country, I believe. Uh, you got some really good high school players. Kind of elaborate on them and maybe. Who's going to be able to come in and, and play for you possibly immediately? Yeah, you know, I just – we really commend our staff. Uh, did a really good job. Uh, Ronnie, who – Hamilton, who left to, to go to LSU. Ronnie's been with me for nine years. I love Ronnie. Just wish him the best of luck. And uh, along he and our staff did a great job. And, uh, you know, uh, Amari Abrams – who's one of the, the best point guards in high school basketball, great size, 6'4", lefty, real competitive, can shoot. T.J. Caldwell, I mean, maybe the most athletic guy in the 22 class, another top 100 player, really athletic, competitive, can shoot it. Robert Coward's kind of a specialty shooter, uh, played out in, from, from Atlanta, but played out at Southern California. Then Malik Ewing, who, you know, is a, was the best big in Georgia, Six nine, six ten, very skilled, big, about two thirty five. So we feel really good. I mean, those are really good young players. All of them, I think, will will impact our team for sure and be really, really good players in the SEC. And you know, the guys we've talked about with the portal, then a really good mix of of returning guys. You know, that I mean, I feel really good about about where we are, and uh, can't wait to get these guys all here. Uh, you know, first of June. Coach, have you made any headway on replacing uh, Levi and Ronnie? Yeah, well, we, we have Chuck, and I can't really say it, but we're close. And I would think in the next uh, two to three days we'll announce uh, a couple of new staff members. And uh, it is. So they've had a lot of great interest, and God, I've spent a ton of time and 
taking our time with it and uh, to get it right. And uh, so we we feel really good. And uh, and Chuck will will make some some official announcements here real soon. Coach, I'm curious about one thing, and maybe you can elaborate on this. How difficult is it when you have so many new players each year to develop the kind of chemistry and and everything you got to have on, on a basketball team? I mean, does that put you under the gun a little bit? It seems to me like it would. I, I think it's, if you look around every every college team, you know, I mean, we had six changes in our league, and practically every team got blown up. Every team almost lost. LSU lost every player, and uh, so I think it's just a new norm in college basketball, and and we we feel great about the six guys that we kept. They're really really good players, and we we, we love our guys. So that's that's my attention, Chuck. Is the guys that that retained in your program, and and we love those those guys. And you know, I, I'm serious. I, I draw back on my days as a junior college coach. I spent five years as a junior college coach. Obviously, we're higher paid than junior college coaches, but as you, that's the mentality you have, that you maybe have half your roster will change every year, maybe not, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but you're just going to have to to be able The summers are critical. Uh, the development is critical. This summer, which I think gives us a great advantage, is this foreign tour we go on. We're going to the Bahamas. We'll play three to four games get 10 extra days of practice, Chuck, and I, I think that'll be a huge key to some early success. Coach, do you do you take that into account when you're scheduling, maybe schedule a, a little softer in the preseason to allow your team to gain some chemistry that they may not be able to gain, uh, you know, in the preseason? Yeah, it's a great point, Chuck. It really is. I mean, early on, I mean, I think your exhibition games are critical to gain confidence, but to get tested, you know, like we did with Ohio State last year in a closed scrimmage to get a good, really a good test for another Power 5 school, which we'll do. We haven't decided yet or come to agreements with another team. Uh, Yeah, there's a lot of things to to consider. But, Chuck, you know what? For the most part, everybody's going to be in the same boat as you look around the SEC and college basketball, and you can't name a team in our league from Kentucky to whoever, you know, uh, Tennessee has probably kept their team intact, but have lost guys to the NBA and, uh, and have lost a couple guys. So it's just kind of the new norm, uh, in college athletics. Well, you got a lot better attitude about it than I do. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I'll be honest you know, with you because uh, I, I, it just seems difficult to me, but coach, let me last question. Um, how's Ruffin's knee coming? He's doing great. He was in the gym shooting today. You know, we're in exams, and uh, he he's way ahead of schedule. Uh, he's doing great. we got to make sure he doesn't try to do too much early. You know, he's chomping at the bit. His attitude to rehab has been phenomenal uh, for a young guy. He's going to come back better than ever. Uh, you know, Robert Allen, way, way ahead of schedule. His injury was more significant uh, than than Deshaun's, and, uh, but Robert has been, been great. So all those guys, I mean, Ty Fagan, who had season, uh, some knee surgery after the season, is doing good. He was in the gym shooting today. So so all those guys are, are doing well. They can't wait to, to get healthy and get back at it. Well, Coach, we thank you as always. We'll be catching up with you soon, I'm sure. Thanks, Coach. Right. Thanks, Coach. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. We'll be back with text messages and more in just a few on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. 
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. Hotty toddy, everybody. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson, and whether you're hurting North Mississippi or along the Gulf Coast, my law office provides experienced and highly skilled legal care without charging an upfront fee. That's right, there's never a fee unless we win. For small town care and big time results after a car or truck wreck, call the statewide injury lawyers at Roberts Wilson, PA, 662 533 9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a blooming onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a blooming good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Hey, the portion of the show with Coach Davis was brought to us by Gateway Tire. They've been serving us since 1929. 54 locations, six different states. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. And now, text messages presented by Canon Cleary McGraw. You can visit their website, ccmoxford.com, ccmoxford.com. If you're looking for lots, land, condos, something for sale, check out Canon Cleary McGraw, ccmoxford.com. Chuck, we'll start with this one. And, of course, we'll get into that with uh, Jimmy Hodge maybe a little bit more in the in the next segment is what is Matt Carell's chance of playing at Carolina, according to you? Immediately, I, I don't think very good, but I think that uh, Matt has landed in a pretty good spot for him um, that, you know, give him a year or two, and I think he's going to get his shots. Gordon? I think that he could play uh, possibly at midseason if uh, Darnold had falls. And one of the weird things is, Chuck, uh, when the – Indianapolis Colts took Chad Kelly. He had to beat out P.J. Walker, and he did, and they cut him. That's going to be the other backup that Corral is going against. And he's a 5'11 quarterback who played at uh, Temple. He played some games there. Matt Rule coached him in college. But Corral, I think, has the talent. And I think, you know, eventually he may end up being the starter. You know, uh, Sam Darnold – I can't understand adding a D to a perfectly good name. 
mean, too many D's, huh? Hey, Darnold. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Another one off the text message line is, wasn't there an LSU linebacker Ole Miss was after in the transfer portal? Yeah, but that fell through. Uh, I, I can't remember his name, but yes. Six six two four two six one zero nine three. Another, and there's a basketball question and a baseball question. And we'll get to those. And one is uh, curious if there could be, and of course this will all be. This is something that almost athletics would have to answer. Really, uh, promotion campaign to get students at the basketball games this fall. I thought they had a pretty good student yeah, group the, at I basketball think the, I games. I think the student uh, participation has been pretty good. Club uh, red, right? And that's yeah. something in that grant, yeah. And they, what they call it? Uh, it's not the students that don't show up. <laughs> it's the old folks like me <laughs> right. that have been showing up. You need to get the rest of us in there. And then uh, the baseball question is about Hudson Sapp, who came in. He did get a double uh, against Auburn. And other than a crowded roster, why do you think he hasn't got more opportunities? That would be the. Yeah. That would be it, right? I mean. Yeah. You know, he's behind older guys. Calvin Harris has got an opportunity. Leatherwood's a fifth-year guy mm-hmm. that's getting a chance. Got McCants out there. Bench has been bouncing back and forth. You got Graham, who was out for a little while. I know they've even tried, you know, uh, with, with others, but he did. He came in. McCants got sick or hurt in that one of those games at Auburn, and he came in and he did double off the wall, but – that's his only hit of the season since then, I think. And he's only played in nine games since I looked up the stats while I was thinking about that. So he's two for ten. He's played nine games and did get one start. So other than the fact that that's the crowded outfield, I have, you know, that that would be a question for the coaches to have to to answer there. But my 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 answer would be because he's behind all the other veteran guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, the I, I can understand the question though because the veteran guys they do so hot right, sometimes. Right, and well, they did give they did give John Kramer an opportunity to swing it against Arkansas. So they did go with a left-handed bat off the bench that you know may not have been traveling earlier in the year. I, I know the two games that I did on television, North Alabama and Semo. Kramer hit one to New Albany both times. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, mm-hmm. he has destroyed the baseball. Big, good-looking kid. And so I think you may see more of him getting swings late in games from a left-hand side if they've pulled you know, Leatherwood out of the game right, or if right. Harris is out of the game. I think you might see more of John Kramer from the left-handed side. He's only been in seven games himself, but three for seven with two home runs. And he, he worked a, a walk late in that game on Sunday. Uh, it, I, when I think he pinched it in the ninth when Ole Miss got right. you know, bases loaded or eighth. Um, so he, he he hit in a crucial situation, and I think that might be where you see uh, Ole Miss go a little bit more late off the bench with that. So thanks for the text messages again, ccmoxford.com. We've got the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Mr. Chuck, what says that report? Well, obviously we just had Kermit on here talking about the guys that had knee surgery, Allen and Ruffin, and they said they're ahead of schedule, so that's that's some good Good news there from the injury report. Right-handed pitcher John Gaddis returned to the field Sunday after missing the Mississippi State Series due to having his appendix taken out. Uh, so he, I think he pitched, what, two He or went two innings? and two-thirds, and yeah. I heard they, they interviewed him after the game on Sunday, and he's like, you know, where the incisions are was sore, but everything else felt great. In fact, he might have felt as better arm-wise as he had throughout the season. So that was good to get him back. Two and a third, gave up gave up two hits, no runs, one walk. So he's back. 
and right-handed pitcher Jack Washburn still hadn't returned from a hamstring injury he sustained during the South Carolina series. Oh, I think I think that's pretty much it on baseball. And you know, I thought it was it was a telltale sign from Coach about Ruffin. That guy wants to be on the court and is mm-hmm. working hard. When you when you tell it, you know, when you're saying we got to keep a guy from working too hard, right? Because yeah. he is imperative to that basketball team. No question. It was a different team last year when he was on the floor, and we we said that repeatedly in here. And when he got hurt. You could just—it's almost like you took a pen and stuck right. it in the in the balloon. Well, also, early he didn't play, and yeah. people forget that His Boise State in. won the Mountain West out there, and they were a good team. They won twenty-eight games, and and they had some teams like Marquette that they lost to early. But if you had Ruffin in there, I think they'd have been a lot better team. Oh, no question, they were a lot better when he was in there. Gave you a true point guard. Well, gave you a true point. Guard. True point guard plus he's one of those guys that penetrates and dishes. And we didn't have any penetrating dish guys when he went out with an injury. That's right. I mean, that's you, if you watched any of the Grizzly and Warriors game yesterday, it's all penetrate dish, penetrate dish. Space the floor. Give the point guard room to work. You're right. Find Pick that open guy, or I can lay it up. I right. can float it. I can do something. Exactly. That's the kind of offense that Ruffin can help you with. I don't well, think and, there's and any that's doubt. the Warriors did that, yeah. and the Grizzlies did sure. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the way it goes. All right. Next, Jimmy Hodge is going to join us from sidelines.com. We're going to get into the NFL draft and a little bit more with Jimmy on the other side of things. Please stay with us in the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The Hawkins Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at Hawkins Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Shit, I'm going to let him kill, don't we? All right, this portion of the program presented these days, um, kind of a game day outlook is what we call it, by Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers. Uh, they will get things done for you. Check them out at We Get Justice. Dot com. Roberts Wilson, PA, helping us out on the program here tonight. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon again, and bringing back a guy. I guess it's been football season since yeah. we talked with Jimmy Hodge. Jimmy's back on. Hello, dude. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How about you guys? We think we're okay. I mean, I'm in a studio with Gordon, so you tell me. How am I doing? <laughs> hey, you you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. <laughs> you know, last time we were on, we had Jimmy on. We had John Brady in there, and that was that was a fun shot. Uh, yeah, John expressed similar sentiments. Chuck knows him. <laughs> oh, Shady Brady, Shady Brady. Yes, absolutely. Yep, he's don't uh, ever he's, don't ever get in a golf game with Shady Brady because he wins it in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> you get the sense he's never far from the action. That's right. <laughs> All right, so brother, what what's your what's your thought process on uh, how the draft went for our favorite players from the Ole Miss Rebels? We had six drafted. Yeah, well, I, I think the first name that obviously uh, comes into play is is Matt Corral, and I think. Basically, he was just part of, uh, I think, an entire position group that uh, the NFL organizations just decided, you know what, we we just don't see anybody we're going to make a high pick on due to uh, a, a number of factors. With Matt, obviously, uh, he was uh, injured uh, throughout the season, but also, though, he played hurt, and he was willing to do anything to try to help his team win. But when you 
talk about evaluations from NFL organizations, I mean, they have guys that basically are reviewing every single play you were part of uh, uh, during the season and the season before, and they're analyzing every aspect of your game. But this is at every position. But I think at quarterback it's especially so because nowadays you've got starting quarterbacks that are making 25 to $30 million a year, and even backups are making 7 or $8 million. Now, obviously, uh, uh, none of this draft crop is going to do that because they're going to be working under their rookie contract. But if they show that they can perform, uh, if they're called upon when the starter's injured and they show they can play and they can perform in those situations, you can really become a rich guy. But uh, I, I think that the, the NFL teams also kind of saw the 2023 draft as potentially a monster quarterback draft and decided to maybe just uh, uh, um, just pull back a little bit, bit and make their picks in the third or fourth round uh, with this group of quarterbacks, with the exception of a Kenny Pickett. Well, I think and Pickett was picked by the home team because I, I, I think they didn't want to do another Dan Marino. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and pass by a local guy. Uh, plus, you know, Pickett's got good skill set, but um, – you know, our first guy drafted was Sam Williams, defensive end. It had 16 sacks last year uh, for Ole Miss. What what was your uh, reasoning that you felt like he went as high as he did? Because I, I had him in the fourth round. And I, but then, then, now let me just say this, though. I'm not very good at that stuff, but uh, I had him later. Well, he has a rare skill, rushing the quarterback. And at the college level, you're seeing – so many teams now, you know, running four and five wide outs. And we all know that over <laughs> the past few decades, this uh, uh, fact never changes. And that is the best pass defense, defense there is, is putting the quarterback on his butt. Or if you don't do that, you're able to make him throw the ball sooner than he wants to. And Sam Williams proved himself to be a prime-time pass rusher. Now, with that being said, you know, teams also, though, want to see uh, guys like that uh, work on their run defense and um, uh, just be able to learn from these veterans once he he gets to uh, – gets to Dallas, and Dallas had a really solid defense last year. I thought it was a great place for him to go, but uh, again, he has a skill that's in high demand, and uh, uh, he, he looks really uh, uh, comfortable out there, and he looked really good playing in Durkin's scheme, and uh, I just think the Cowboys saw a high ceiling there, and they had a need for, for again, a, a, a really uh, uh, good pass rusher with a high ceiling. Snoop Connor, I mean, he was taken above Jerry Ealy, who was the main starter. And, you know, to me, I thought Snoop was a tremendous college player. When you needed yards, he got him. And tell me what you think that he'll be for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Uh, I think he could be a real factor. I mean, he's joining a, a team that, uh, as a unit rush for less than 900 yards, and and their starter James Robinson. I mean, he he's recovering from a torn Achilles, so I think uh, Snoop's got an opportunity to get some early playing time. The thing that sticks out to me when you watch Snoop is that he just comes across as a guy that's a different player on game day. I mean, when they turn the lights on and put the game uniforms on, he just looks like a guy that's ready to go. And he's got all the characteristics, I think, to be a 10-year a NFL player, although we know the lifespan for running backs is only an average of three and a half years. And I'm not going to compare him to this guy. You can never uh, foresee how long a guy's going to be in the league. But I really see some similar characteristics to uh, uh, to beast mode. You know, he he can absolutely take over a game. And when he gets in the red zone, you give him the ball, he's smelling that goal line. But he's big, strong, fast, and uh, – you know, he can play on all three downs. And for a team like Jacksonville that needs help in a lot of areas, man, he could be the perfect fit uh, uh, fit for them. And if he's a little slow developing, I know at Ole Miss they were uh, concerned a little bit about his pass blocking and that type of thing. Uh, but, again, nobody's going to come into this league just ready to, uh, you know, just – just dominate in every aspect that you have to master at your position. But uh, uh, I, I think he, he's a guy that can really develop into uh, a really good player, and also he can help, I think, immediately on special teams. You know, I kind of liken him to another former Ole Miss player that's had a 9-10 year uh, career up there, Brandon Bolden, that's been with the Patriots for years. Um, I think Snoop probably be a better every down back but i think he could do a lot of the same things that brandon does special teams you know uh be a be a uh uh, you know a situational type guy until he really learns the system and then he could be an every down guy talk to us a little bit jimmy about uh we were really proud of the way our two linebackers played last year and obviously the nfl appreciated them as well chance campbell and mark robinson uh, both got drafted, and um, you know we, we'd like to think that their future's bright, but they got drafted low. And what's what's the odds of sixth and seventh round guys making it? Well, I think guys that show they can play and they have the instincts that you can't teach have a really good uh, opportunity to play. I mean, uh, you know, Campbell came from. Uh, uh, Maryland, he uh, he was brought in by uh, D.J. Durkin. And, again, he just basically took over that defense. He was the leader. Uh, if uh, he's able to lay a lick on you, you're going down. I think the only real issue is that teams are concerned a little bit about his speed. But, uh, uh, again, you can make up for that if you really study tapes of each opponent every week and you learn their tendencies and you're in the right position. I mean, uh, you see guys that have all the speed in the world, but if they're out of position, it doesn't do any good if you're not in position to make tackles. And I think he's going to show to the coaching staff at Tennessee, which, man, I think that's a great organization for him to go to because 
Mike Vrabel was a great defensive player in the NFL and was a key factor on a number of the New England Super Bowl championship teams. He's going to learn a lot uh, 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 from him. And, and just the fact that Mike Vrabel okay this draft pick should tell you something right there that he thinks he's got a lot of potential but uh, I, I do think though he is to demonstrate that not only uh, uh, is he a student of the game but but he can at least have the speed to be able to uh, uh, if not make the tackle uh, outright be able to turn plays in to where uh, the pursuing defenders can uh, can clean up the play, but uh, uh, I think he's a guy that, uh, again, knows how to play, and the fact that Mike Vrabel, uh, again, picked him, it, that just sticks out in my mind, and Mark Robinson, I mean, he's the example of a guy that kind of just was a late bloomer, and that's understandable. I mean, he, he transitioned from running back to linebacker, but man, he's got certain skills that, uh, you know, you you can't coach. I mean, when... Uh, um, he had uh, what ninety-two tackles, eight and a half for loss. I mean, that means that that you're a good tackler. You've got solid fundamentals, but yet you've got the speed to uh, uh, tackle running backs in the best league in college football for losses. And uh, you know, he also developed a, a reputation as being a, a crushing hitter. So I think he's definitely got a high ceiling. Dean Leonard, a defensive back out of Canada, uh, went to the Los Angeles Chargers in the seventh round, the 236 pick. Uh, give me your opinion on him. Well, the Chargers uh, obviously saw a guy with a high ceiling. I mean, he ran four, I think it was a four three nine at pro day, and uh, you know showed he could tackle. Had and when you think about DBs, corners, you don't. Think about guys that, I mean, there are exceptions that are just uh, uh, eager to put the wood to, uh, to ball carriers. I mean, you think of them primarily, especially in the NFL, as guys that can cover those lightning-fast wide receivers. But that four-three-nine, that's going to get the attention of uh, 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 scouts uh, when the pressure's on. And, and I'm talking about... At Pro Day, believe me, the pressure's on when you've got scouts and coaches from every NFL team watching you, and they're watching every move you make. Uh, I think over two years, he had like 64 tackles, broke up uh, a double-digit passes, and, uh, you know, that's the type of thing that uh, when you've got the basics that, that these scouts uh, are convinced you have, that he's obviously got the speed, but the instincts and the ability to break on the ball after it's in the air, uh, uh, that means that uh, they think you could play or else they wouldn't have drafted you. And also, it's a big plus when you uh, get drafted by a team that's been successful, that you're around a winning environment. And a guy like that that obviously has uh, uh, attributes such as speed and good football instincts, he's going to learn from those veteran players, and I think he's going to be a factor. Last question here. Jerry Ely, he didn't get drafted. Five-star recruit coming out of high school. Came down to Ole Miss and Clemson. Ended up signing a free agent deal with the Chiefs. What do you think happened to him that you know got him out of the draft? And I think that's a good landing spot for him. Oh, it's a fantastic landing spot for him again. Uh, 
if if an organization that's headed up by Andy Reid is drafting you uh, with the idea that you can make their team in that backfield, I mean that should give you a lot of confidence. And and you got to consider the fact too that uh, you know Clyde Edwards Elaire during his uh, two seasons in Kansas City has been injured quite a bit, and then they've got Derek Gore. Uh, who's, uh, you know, earned playing time and unexpectedly made the team last year after bouncing around with two or three other organizations. So I think there's an, there, there's a real opportunity for him because again, he's got, uh, intangibles that, that, that you can't coach. I mean, he's, he's got speed. He's got elusiveness. I think uh, during his time at Ole Miss, I don't know if this was a distraction. Or maybe some uh, NFL organizations were a little wary because he, you know, had flirted with baseball, and there was this question of whether he might go the uh, the professional baseball route, and if he was really committed to football. So, you know, you never know what uh, a lot of those NFL teams are thinking in regard to that but uh, I'm telling you what he's in a great place considering what his situation is in regard to the fact that maybe uh, uh, a lot of uh, observers out there thought he should have accomplished more in his college career and you know at that point this point in time that's passed and uh, I do think he's got a great opportunity with the Chiefs. Jimmy thanks my friend for being with us and breaking down the draft. Great insight buddy thank you so much. You bet. I think, guys, what kind of got with Ely is the point that, that Jimmy made that NFL running backs only last about three and a half, four years now, and they they need big, durable Snoop Connor type guys. I look for Ely to go to move to the slot. Don't you? I mean, yeah. that fits, right? Or a, or, or a, or third, a third down, down back. Third down back. Or he's a third but down back. I think back. he makes the team, though. He's got good hands. He, he's elusive. He runs pretty good routes. He's a smart player. Yep. I think he's got a shot, you know. In a different role than Snoop's. Third third down back for the Kansas City Chiefs, worst places to be. Yeah. Worst places <laughs> to be. We'll be back and finish up our show in just a few. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. The Kings and River. That's what happened. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon for the final few moments. Our man Michael Borky running the program, filling in for Rhino tonight, doing a good job keeping us straight, making sure that everything runs smoothly, and we appreciate him. First of all, time for the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment presented by Go Orthodontics, and since 1976, they've been trying to help us out in North Mississippi and in Tennessee for those quality, affordable smiles. Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville for Go Orthodontics. Let's recruit. Yeah, man. Well, you, you heard what uh, Kermit had to say. We got a commitment today from uh, Louisiana Portal transfer guy, Theo Ekwuba, 6'11 guy. Beat out Iowa for him. Um, eighth in the country in block shots. Ten in the country rebounds. Uh, seven six wingspan. Uh, we desperately Neat. needed a big man, and, uh, you know, Kermit went and got one. Uh, football recruiting, Central Florida transfer receiver Jalen Robinson is back in from his official visit to TCU. He was in Oxford last weekend. He had over 900 yards receiving last season, and hopefully a, a, a decision could be coming soon in our favor. We'll see. MSU freshman transfer portal wide receiver Jacoby Moore announced he will walk on at Ole Miss. The 6'2", 200-pound wideout is from Harrison Central in Mississippi. Uh, Coppel, Texas 2023 four-star cornerback Braxton Myers put Ole Miss in his top seven, including Auburn, Arkansas, Cal, Clemson, LSU, and USC. And Ole Miss makes top five for four-star 2023 offensive lineman Logan Reichert out of Kansas City. Others on his list, Missouri, LSU, Arkansas, and Oklahoma. Sounds like to me through Kermit that those transfer portal guys become center, power forward, forward with Murrell and Ruffin as starters, right? That's correct. Recruited them in there to be that way. Well, um, I I would think that's likely, but I'm not counting out that kid from Georgia, Uh, Ewan. It'd be, it'd be, if he's good, if he's got a good skill set, 
It'd be really cool to have twin towers in there, 611, 69. Herman said he can play now. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, gotta have uh, the he could help. It, yeah. it goes he's back a to, freshman, so. goes back to what we were talking earlier, dribble penetrate, set yeah. out, go. Yeah. You need a guy that's going to defend in that middle, too, to kind of yeah. make sure uh, it doesn't go all so smoothly. Mr. Borky, if you'll hit that music behind Good, Bad, and Ugly, we'll roll into that now with the Big Delta Power Sports, Good, Bad, and Ugly with Chuck. Well, a good. It was pretty cool to see six Rebels drafted in the NFL draft last week. I think that's the first time since the 1950s, if I'm, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Sam Williams leading the way with a second-round choice by Dallas and quarterback Matt Corral going to Carolina in the third round. I, I believe the Panthers got a steal. We'll see. Snoop Connor, Chance Campbell, Mark Robinson, Dean Leonard, we're also drafted, and six more Rebels signed free agent contract. Ben Brown, Dontario Drummond, Jerion Ely, Jalen Jones, Braylon Sanders, and this was a surprise to me, Tarikas Tisdale, all inked packs. Good day for Ole Miss football. Actually, this is going to sound strange, Gary and Gordon, but the pitching last weekend at Arkansas was really good. I agree with that. Yeah, it was. Giving up only 12 runs in three games against the number five Razorbacks in their yard. I don't think you could have asked much more than that. Um, Kermit Davis added 6'11 forward center Theo Ekwuba to its roster with a commitment from the Louisiana player. Ekwuba is a much-needed big man for 2022-2023. The bad, well, despite the good pitching, the Rebels lost another SEC series and now have a 7-14 SEC record in baseball. Who would have guessed it? Not me. Ole Miss scored just 10 runs against the Hogs and left 26 runners on base, while Arkansas only left 14 on base for the three games. And as Gary pointed out before the show, 19 left on base Saturday and Sunday. You can't win like that. No. Nine hit into nine double plays Saturday and Sunday. That's a losing effort any way you slice it. As I said last week, baseball is about timely play, and this team is not timely in any phase. They don't get the big hit, the big defensive player, the big pitch when they need it to win. And how many times are we going to see the bases loaded and get nothing from it? It's just bad right now. Totally agree. Absolutely, 100%. Situational hitting. Got to have it. Got to have it this weekend with Mizzou coming to town. You're tied with Kentucky. You're tied with Mizzou at the bottom of the SEC. And remember, we were doing a program right before the Tennessee weekend where the team was ranked number one in the country. In the country. Yeah. And, and I mean, fighting like heck or better fight like heck just to get into Hoover. An SEC tournament. Never dreamed that that's be, wh- no. where we would be here in the first no. first show of May. Now, I will say this, though, and I think y'all will agree. I did not believe we were the number one team in the country because of our pitching. But now the pitching's coming around and the dang hitting <laughs> that we thought was going to be yeah. off the charts is just kind of And you guys average. have been around sports enough to know. Sometimes, you know, when, when you get in a situation like this, it is tough to win you you kind of mentally yeah. can wear on you over and over like are we going to get it done can we get it done and then you lose another two out of three. but what what were you looking at before that you were kind of talking out with yourself five or six games one run game yeah, late in the ninth like, tied in the ninth losing the tenth that's right there was four of them one uh the one against mississippi state one against alabama one against south carolina one against arkansas where you had tied it either in the eighth or ninth yet lost it 
like yeah. with the walk-off at Arkansas, are in extra innings. Yeah. You go two and two in those, all right, you get a little better feel about things. Sure. You're not all in the cellar. four go your way, and then you're feeling like you are going to have more than just, you know, the SEC tournament in store. You may right. have to go on the road to play in the postseason, even with everything else that had gone on. Yeah. So. If if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, no doubt. Fine line. Good job, fellas. Too bad. Until next week. Thanks for listening to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.